Good Sunday morning, church. Standing on the promises, Rock of Ages.
Let's join our hearts in prayer this morning. And just for a moment, try to put the business of your life aside. Just for a moment, enjoy the silence. Breathe fresh wind into us, Holy Spirit. Revive us. Let us know we've encountered the Holy One this day, the living Christ. We come before you humbly this day, thanking you for your amazing grace, thanking you for meeting us at our point of need. So blow fresh wind into this place this day, Father. We give you praise and thanks. Amen. Be seated, church. Is there a clipboard somewhere? Are you ladies passing a clipboard around for Brown City Days? You want to speak on it a moment? You want to share with the folks? Getting ready again for our Brown City Days hot dog sale and bake sale. Hot dogs! <laughs> we, need you. we need you there all day doing I'll that. I'll be there. <laughs> so I'm going to pass this uh, clipboard around, and there's different places you can sign up for to work or to bring things. So thank you. And today uh, there will be an in-person gathering at Clarkston or you can watch the Zoom here in the sanctuary at 5.30 p.m. You are invited to hear all sides of the uh, United Methodist Church and the Global United Methodist Church and all the different uh, aspects of that. Um, any questions can be sent to them through the chat and there will be a question and answer time and it will be available here today at 5.30. Choir practice tomorrow. Yep. United Methodist Women tomorrow night. No? Well, it says UMW. Um, for Mother's Day, um, the mothers wore hats and it was beautiful and we got talking and now Father's Day is coming up and we'd like to see we'd like to see all you guys wear a tie you don't you don't you don't need to wear a suit you can just wear a t-shirt or something with a tie but we'd like to see what y'all look like with a tie on so there's some time to get a tie. Everybody ought to have an old one sitting somewhere, and if not, probably the resale shop's got one.
Now, Mrs. Bush. Yes. You know I love you, right? Yes. Okay, before Mother's Day, I'm not sure of any man in the sanctuary that told you ladies that you were expected to wear a hat. Yes. Right? Correct? No, we just kicked him out of the kitchen. I was just clarifying that. <laughs> Bible study on Tuesday morning, prayer time Tuesday night. Wednesday, they're having lay servant classes. Any more announcements from any of you folks? Young disciples. Good morning. How are you guys doing today? Good. All right. Today I want to talk to you about words. Words are really powerful. There's a Bible verse in Proverbs 12, verse 18. It says, the words of the reckless pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. So the words that come out of our mouth can be good or they can be bad, right? So we're going to do a little experiment to kind of show you how important words are. All right. What is this? Toothpaste. Okay. So I'm going to do something with the toothpaste, then I need you to help me after that. So I am going to... Why? Why? This is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. Why are you playing toothpaste? <laughs> well, I'm going to explain to it. You t okay. So, there's toothpaste in here, and it's not in here. Let me put it back in. <laughs> Not really, buddy. Have a seat. <laughs> Do you think you could? Do you think it'd be easy to put it back in the tube? Yeah, he could. Do you think it would get He could do it. No. And you're right. It is disgusting, okay? Sometimes the words we say can be disgusting. They can be mean. And once they come out of our mouth, we can't take them back. Mm. You can say, I'm sorry, but we still might have hurt someone's feelings. So we need to think about the words that we say, whether it's to our family or to people at school, okay? We need to stop and before we say those words, and we should always try to say kind words. This toothpaste, I can't put it back in the tube. Once the words come out of my mouth, I can't put them back in. Exactly. Okay, that's in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, please help us to stop and think before we speak. Help the words that come out of our mouth to be kind, to be loving, and to be healing. Help our words to not be reckless and pierce like swords. Be with these children throughout the week and through their lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, you guys can head back to your seats, okay? And now I have to go clean up my toothpaste, don't I? That's a joy. I had a great time yesterday with the American Heritage Girls um, at Independence Oaks Park, County Park. Um, we had 54 little girls that we got to teach how to fish. That was a lot of fun, and I got burnt. Amen.
I have a joy and a concern. I, the joy is an awesome day we have today, and uh, Carl's was finally getting their streets and stuff all fixed up, and we're going to get a new bridge on the back road there coming across. That's going to be cool. My concern is I have a brother-in-law up north. His name is Irvin. He has got gout really, really bad, both feet and up his one leg, up past his knees, has a lot of trouble. So just remember him and his prayers. Thank you for that. The other night we were up at the park, at the little park pavilion, and it was just a beautiful sight seeing all of the children and the parents up there at the ball fields participating. They didn't have electronics in their hands, and they were just loving life and playing the simple game of baseball and softball. I remember those days back in our, in our yard. <laughs> it was fun. Mine is just a joy. I have like a 20, 25 minute drive to church and just seeing the blue skies, the sunshine and all the freshly planted fields. I grew up in like Metro Detroit, so we didn't see that ever. And it's just a really beautiful day out until it gets too hot. <laughs> I just ask that you um, continue to keep Jessica Damico in your prayers. Um, she's opened her eyes a few times this week when her name's being called, but she's still not woken up. Um, they are hoping to put in a trach and a peg tube in um, tomorrow, which hopefully will help her be a little more comfortable. And then also to keep mom in your prayers. I don't know if um, all of you know she was on the prayer chain. Um, she's had a little few symptoms of heart issues and we went for a, she went for a stress test on Friday. We have not heard the results yet. Brian and Mackenzie filled their turkey tag this morning. <laughs> Brian and Mackenzie filled their turkey tag this morning. Ben's is having a sale. I'm sorry? I say Ben's is having a sale on turkey. <laughs> Anyone else before we talk to the Father? Let's do that. <clears throat> Father, we lift up Jessica to you this morning. And the doctors and the nurses that are tending to her needs. We thank you uh, for the beauty of this May morning. That as we drive to your house this morning, we can see the beauty that you've created. And the joy that we can experience when we go to parks and we see young people playing in parks and sporting events. that we can take a time away from electronics and enjoy the much simpler things in life. 
we lift up Irwin in his uh, situation with the gout in both of his legs. There are unspoken requests on our hearts this morning. Thank you for the privilege to be in your house this day. For those who are away from the congregation this morning, we lift them up, Father, that you do meet them at their point of need and beyond. Thank you, Father. Hear us as we pray, as we pray our Father. Ushers, if you would gather. Father, we return a portion to the foot of the cross where we bring the tithe, we offer gifts and offerings. We ask that you might touch it and multiply it, Father, as you continue to allow us to be your church. Where you've called us to go into the world and baptize and make disciples of Jesus Christ. 
that we can transform this world one life at a time. We thank you, Father. Amen. Well, I was just going to ask Rob for an update on Cindy. Yeah, they did a surgery Monday. The surgery was Monday, uh, and the doctor called me because they won't let me stay there. And he, he didn't sound too, in, you know, enthusiastic uh, kind of downbeat but she's not doing good I mean uh, she's supposed to go to a wedding shower yesterday for our granddaughter to be and she got dressed took a shower and then just went right back to bed Linda come over Carol Carol didn't even bother coming in the house because I told her she was sleeping Linda talked to her for a few minutes but I I think we need to lift her up because she's really discouraged because they said if this is going to do any good it'll take another two months but I'm just reaching a point where I think the doctors are throwing mud at the wall I really do okay would you join me in prayer again church Lord Jesus we lift up Cindy to you this morning Father, we can't even begin to imagine the trials that she's gone through with her fourth surgery on her neck. So, Father, we lift her spirit up to you that you would wrap your loving arms around her and comfort her, encourage her. But, Father, most of all, we would pray that you might heal her. Heal her physical body. Give her patience for this day. Father, be with Rob as now he'll have to step up and do a few things extra. Give him the strength, Father. We just pray for healing this day, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Bruce? I'm not singing as loud as I used to, so. You don't need to turn it on. I was just going to say. <laughs> I heard the pastor's sermon from home a couple Sundays ago, and it reminded me of this. And I said, I should have sang like this Sunday. I dreamt I went to that city called glory, so bright and so fair. When I entered the gate, I cried, Holy, the angels all met me there. They carried me from mansion to mansion, 
and all the sights I saw. But I said I want to see Jesus, the one who died for me. Then I bowed on my knees and cried, Holy, Holy, Holy. I clapped my hands and cried, Glory, Glory to the Son of God. I thought when I entered that city, my loved ones all knew me well. They showed me all through heaven. The scenes were too long to tell. They killed me, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Mark, Luke, and Timothy. But I said I want to bow down and give praise to the one who died for me. Then I bowed on my knees and cried, Glory, Holy, Holy. I clapped my hands and sang, Holy, Glory to the Son of God. I thought when I saw my Savior, all oh, glory to God. I just fell right down before him and sing praise to the name of the Lord. I bowed down and worshipped Jehovah, my friend of Calvary, for I wanted to give praise to Jesus, a striving a sinner like me, and I fell on my knees and cried, Holy, Holy. I clapped my hands and sang glory, glory to the Son of God. Young people, you are dismissed. It's sort of interesting that uh, you sang this morning. I'm not sure what day it was this week, but I asked Karen, I said, Karen, would you ask Bruce if him and I could sing a song together? She said she'd ask you. I don't know if she's done that yet. I'm not a singer. I'm, I'm, I can make a joyful noise. And, and she said, why? Why do you want to do that? And I said, because I do not want to leave this earth without the opportunity to sing with you. Because every time I hear you sing, sir, you put these little bumps all up and down my body. 
and God has blessed you with a magnificent ministry through your voice, so thank you for that. I thought I was all ready for you with the sermon that I had prepared. The sanctuary is holy ground. Some of you are Michigan fans. Some of you are Spartan fans. Some of you are other fans, okay? So we, we have both sides there. You don't have to respond to this, okay? But some of you are Democrats and some of you are Republicans. Please don't respond to that. Uh, I'm just trying to... Uh, help myself here how I'm going to present this to the church this morning. Uh, something that I think came alive in my being was when we were gone on our spiritual renewal and I had so much quiet time and extra time with just the Father and myself. And, and then I, I come back to uh, the church. For some reason, on Sunday morning, it just seems like it's chaos. <laughs> some of you are going to agree with that. Some of you aren't going to agree with that. Uh, so I'd like to try something. And that's all I'm asking of the church, is let's try something. And, and, I, and I watched it this morning. these two beautiful people come in to play. And they come in and they start playing. And we gather. And I'm not sure if we're at a picnic, a baseball game, the track field, or what. I'm not sure where we're at. So let's try this, if you are willing to. Because I know the excitement of seeing each other. I know that a week goes by and we don't get to talk to some folks. But how about when we come in those doors into this room? This room being the sanctuary. This room being the holy place. This is the place where uh, miracles still take place. This is the place where healing takes place. This is the place where forgiveness takes place. This is the place where the spirit of the living God is but I think sometimes we get too busy and we forget that while we're here, why are we here for this time? I, I'm not sure if Ken's able to do this, but maybe for next Sunday, the first word, enter to worship. And the last words that they read when they leave back there, exit to serve. And, and let's just try it, because this is holy ground. This is where we encounter uh, the living Christ. This is where our sins are forgiven. I, I don't know about you, but I'm a sinner. I, I need forgiveness. Every day, I need forgiveness. But I just think we're in a time where 
we need to refocus. We need to refocus on the Holy Spirit and the power of the church through Jesus Christ. We, we have a fellowship hall downstairs. We have this overflow room. I, I think I see some, some groceries over there. So after worship, you're invited to go over there to talk about your week with each other. But what if when we come in here, we just try to talk to the Father? And if we, some like to, any, any of you like to talk? A few honest people raised their hands. And some of you like it quiet, right? So we have that thing again, Michigan, Michigan State. I like to talk, I like to listen. On the back, in the middle of the bulletin, God bless Dee. Is Dee with us this morning? God bless Dee. I'm not sure how many years she's been cleaning this church. But I know there's some Sunday mornings where she's probably got to pry the gummy bears off the cushions. Or pick up the crackers or things like that. Let's try this. No food or groceries in the sanctuary. No drinking in the sanctuary. I served a church one time where everybody would bring in their big coffee cup. And uh, I remember a guy sitting down front. And we had hardwood floors. A man sitting near the front and he spilled his coffee cup. And in the, in the middle of the church, he gets up and he goes downstairs. He brings the mop bucket up and he mops up his coffee. In the middle of the church. This is holy time. This time where we bring our burdens to the Lord and he sets us free if, if we allow him to. Because sometimes when we give it to the Father, we take it with us before church is over. Because sometimes we just like to grumble about how bad we got it. And we, I don't know about you, but we really don't have it bad. We are abundantly blessed. We have more than what we need. I learned a lot about me this week. Somebody asked me how my week was. Well, you've heard me talking about this big dog for quite a while. Well, the big dog had to go home. He went back to where he came from. Uh, there were some ladies that were really concerned with how big he was and uh, how scary he appeared to be. He started. Last, when I was in the Army, I, I boxed. I boxed in Fort Wainwright, Alaska. I was heavyweight boxing champion at Fort Wainwright, Alaska. There's only one man in my life that has hit me so hard that I never forgot it, and that was Johnny Deuce. He hit me so hard that I couldn't think for days. Well, last Sunday night, that big upside the head, because he liked the box. He liked the box, so he hit me upside the head, and... My glasses went about three feet, and I went down and I saw stars for about seven minutes. And in that seven-minute period of time, out in the backyard, he grabbed hold of my neck, and he held me down in the dirt, and I, I couldn't move. I'm a pretty big fella. I couldn't move. I learned something about me then. I can surrender. 
I can say I can't do it. I can say I need you, Lord, because it, I was talking to the Father a lot. Lord, help me get out of this in one piece. We have to be willing in our journey everywhere, be willing to learn. Are you with me? We need to be willing to learn in our faith. In, in the book of Acts, Acts 7 and 33, the Lord says, and this was the custom of the day when you went into someone's house, take the sandals off your feet. Take the sandals off your feet because the place you're entering is holy ground. I'm not asking you to take your, your shoes and your socks off when you come to this place. But I, I would appreciate if we, myself included, if we could treat it as it is, as holy ground. We were here a few Sunday nights ago uh, listening to this demonstration uh, and a pastor sat right here. We're not to worship idols. This is holy ground. This, this is holy ground. This is the prayer rail. This is where you can come and you can talk to the Father and you can leave everything right here. It's not to be sat on. <laughs> we made eye contact. And he stood up. Because I think he got my just the eyes. And maybe it's just me that takes this stuff as serious as I do. We prayed for people right here and healing has taken place. It's holy ground. There's days when his table is right here before us. And he invites everyone to his table. You don't even have to be saved to come to his table. It should be the desire of your heart. But he invites everyone. He invites us just how we are. And I don't know about you, but there are no perfect people. Any perfect people here? No. There's only one. And that's, the whole, that's God the Father. This is holy ground. Someone asked me, well, why, why didn't you preach on Mother's Day? <laughs> I don't like Mother's Day. I don't. I have uh, three stripes on my back that have been there probably for 55 years. They came from a metal broom handle that my mom used on my back. I didn't have this great relationship with my mother. I was a throwaway kid. Uh, it's hard for me to uh, come here on Mother's Day, present this beautiful message about mothers when I don't have that. So I, I can't pretend that I can do that. Uh, and second, it's not a Christian holiday. 
Mother's Day is not a Christian holiday. I appreciate the fact that people can honor their mothers. And here comes Father's Day coming up. I've had fathers tell me, uh, if you're preaching on Father's Day, I'm not coming. Because a lot of men on Father's Day feel like they're getting beat up from the preacher. It's not a Christian holiday either. That's neither here nor there at the moment. And, and Bruce said something this morning that really encourages me. Really encourages me. Because I'm, I'm thinking, Bruce, you're like in your mid-70s? 70? Above? 85. God bless you. That even makes it a little more special. You know what I heard this morning? I heard an 85-year-old man from the United Methodist Church say, I heard what the pastor said a couple weeks ago. That gives me hope. That gives me a lot of hope. Ephesians 2 and 8. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and not by anything of your own doing. If this wasn't a holy place, and if this wasn't a holy ground, this could be about you. This could be the Liz hour or the Rob hour. But it's not. It's about Jesus Christ and him glorified, him crucified. And we're redeemed by his blood. And it's through our faith that we work on our relationship. If anything I'm saying to you this morning doesn't make any sense because you're not quite sure what, what you mean, holy ground. Come into this place when it's empty. Come into this room when it's empty. And you sit anywhere and you listen. I promise you that you can hear him if you want to. Because he will speak to you. And he will touch you. And if it's a physical healing, he can help you there. But he might say, wait. If it's a financial blessing, he can help you there. Sometimes it's immediately, and sometimes it's no. You better put the scripture up there, brother, so I don't uh, hear from you later on. Then the Lord God formed man from dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And, the, and man became a living being. Then the Lord said to him, Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. Was there another one? No, that's it. That was it? Just give me a nod or something here. Does it make any sense? Amen. 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 And why? Why? Why worry about this? In Colossians, it speaks of the authority of the Son of God. And it's speaking of Jesus. And in the text it talks about when 
They're out in the boat. Jesus is out in the boat with some of the disciples. And he falls asleep in the front of the boat. And a, and a storm comes up. Any of you have any storms going on in your life? <laughs> yes, we do. And like them, it's like us. We begin to doubt. Where, 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 where is this Jesus? How come he doesn't answer my prayer? How come he doesn't hear me? How come I'm not seeing results? And when, when he wakes up, what happens? Peace be still. And even the waves and the wind listened to him and it was calm. You want that calmness in your life? Listen for him. Sometimes we're so busy doing everything. I, I watch some of our kids with their kids. And if you're a parent that has more than one, one child in school and, you know, basketball's going on, uh, track's going on, golf's going on, everything's going on. You got one parent going this way with a child, one parent going that way with a child. Sometimes they meet in the middle. How about some calmness in our life? Sometimes we just need to be still and be quiet. Jesus was the one that wept when he went to his friend's Lazarus tomb. Could you imagine going to uh, the graveside of someone that you love dearly and they're, they're deceased? And what, what, what did Jesus do? Because wherever he was, it was holy. And he spoke, he spoke words of life. Lazarus, come forth. And he did. He was alive. You know, the Christian church universal is trying to be swayed by the world. We can't let the world win. We can't. We have to stand our ground. Well, we believe we have to practice what we believe. We have to live true to what we believe. In, in John in 5, starting around 39, it speaks of the authority of the scriptures and the words that Jesus teaches. And scripture says that the words that he speak, he speaks life. Two years ago, maybe two and a half years ago, I heard a wise man say something like this. I'm in the fourth quarter of life and I'm not worried about too much anymore. I want to have that kind of attitude. That he has met me at every point of need that I've had so far. And when he whispers my name and he calls me home and I take my last breath 
and I stand before him and I give an account of me and you give an account of you. Don't wait until then before you realize where his spirit is. It's a holy ground. I believe some are going to be disappointed that day. I believe I may be disappointed that day. But if he, if he says, depart from me, who, who, whose fault's that? That's only our fault as individuals. Only we, only me, and only you can make it right between you and the Father. I can't get you to heaven. I can encourage you with his words, and I can show you with examples, but only you can get yourself to heaven because it's a relationship between you and Jesus Christ. And it's holy ground. It's sacred ground. It's consecrated ground. It's blameless ground. It's where he loves us and accepts us just how we are. I made the comment the other night in a board meeting, uh, there are, there are some Sunday mornings, and if, if you fit in this category, well, I love you anyways, okay? There are some Sunday mornings when the last uh, God bless you church and God bless America is done. If you stand in the center aisle, you might get run over. You might. Depends how long the pot roast has been in the crack pot that morning because sometimes people are in a hurry to get out of this place. You ever go to a, a baseball game or a football game, any other event, and it's over? You ever notice how people like to just to hang around and visit? Just hang around and talk? For some reason, it's different here. In, in John 5 and 24, this holy ground is a place for forgiveness. You can bring whatever headache or heartache or heartbreak to this place and leave it with the Father. And he'll give you comfort. He'll heal you if you want to and if you let him. Because sometimes we're our worst enemy. The only one that is standing between you and your relationship with Christ is you. Only you. Sometimes we just need to sit down and be quiet and listen and see what we hear. They're having fun downstairs. Can you hear them? It'd be probably better to be down there this morning than up here. I'm not sure. I hope you received that in the love that it was given to you. I need it myself. I gleaned six things as I was putting this together. All I, all I want to do is honor God, honor him the best I can, love him the best I can. And then in John 1 and 4 and 8, show love. Show love to you and show love to whoever we come in contact with. But you know what? Just because we show love mean that we have to agree with everything that I don't have to agree with everything Wilma does and Wilma doesn't have to agree with everything I do but the one common good that we should have is that we can love each other even in our disagreements because God is love 
Oh. This, in Luke 2 and 51, young people, you have to honor your mom and dad. Had a great relationship with my father. Honored my father. Didn't have that same relationship with my mother. Matthew 5 and 16, serve others. When was the last time you sent a card to somebody, made a bowl of soup for someone you know is sick, picked up the phone, stopped by and visited them? Serve others. Like I needed one other thing to do, I get to mow the lawn a project blessing. They need somebody to do it. Volunteers. You haven't let me finish. <laughs> I need four volunteers for Tuesday morning at 10 o'clock. And, and that's all I'm putting out there. If you're available Tuesday morning, 10 o'clock, come to my office. I've got a task for four people. Rather simple, won't embarrass you in any way. If 80 of you show up, well, then the other four would just get done earlier. Because it takes all of us. I, I even believe that there's some holiness in the fellowship hall. I really do. Why? That's where his people go and gather. Hear this from 1 Peter. 1 Peter 1, 15. He which has called you to be holy is holy. The Father, Jesus Christ, he's holy. He's called you to be holy. And in all matter, and in all of your conversation, that's the tricky part right there. In all of your conversation, be holy. What's that mean? It means if you're a Christian, you shouldn't be telling dirty jokes. It means if you're a Christian, you shouldn't be commenting about how someone looks or how someone speaks. If you're a Christian, it means look, look in the mirror and judge yourself. Because if you can get yourself perfect, then you might have the, the gift to judge others. Won't happen. Because there's no perfect people. There's only one perfect And that's our Heavenly Father. This is holy ground. Because the one who has called us is holy. What are we singing, Elizabeth? Onward Christian Soldiers.
And he spoke on words this morning. If you live in the town of Brown City, they've changed garbage companies. If you go on to the Brown City community page, you would think that there are a bunch of lunatics running loose in Brown City over the way they have lost their mind over the fact that garbage day used to be on Monday, now it's Thursday, it used to get picked up at 6 o'clock in the morning. It doesn't get picked up until 4 o'clock in the afternoon. They might have missed you this week, and they might forget your neighbor next week. But check this out. They picked our garbage up Thursday afternoon. It was 86 degrees out. And they're out there swinging your garbage into the back of the truck. In my opinion, be quiet. <laughs> Praise God that that's not your job. They will get your garbage eventually. Father, we thank you for the privilege to be in your house this morning. We thank you for uh, the fact that we are standing on holy ground because where the Lord is present, it is holy. And because you've called us, we are holy. So as we leave this sanctuary this morning, go to the world, Father, may they see Jesus Christ through us. God bless you, church, and God continue to bless America. Amen.